Hey, 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 phenomenal people. How you doing this fantastic day? Zippy Kimani here and welcome to my podcast on wellness. I missed you guys. I missed you guys so much. And I know it's been a while since I posted, but thank you for the people who reached out asking me when I'm going to post my next episode. It is people like you that I live for that give me the fire and the energy to keep on going. So you've been asking for it. Here it is. I hope you're ready to receive. So in line with our theme on lifestyle and wellness, I want us to talk about relationships. Relationships are the bedrock of our lives. They make our lives worthwhile. They make us feel like, you know what, I'm happy to be alive. So one thing you should ask yourself when it comes to relationships is, do they grow you or do they tear you down? That is very important because the people around us shape the very fabric of who we are, what we think about ourselves and our position in the world. So you need to make sure that you have healthy relationships. And today, we are going to tackle narcissism. Who has ever heard about narcissism? Yeah. So narcissism, it is a disorder in which a person has an inflated sense of self-importance. I mean, they are like uh, the, the, the pearl of the world, if you may. Yeah. Everyone else does not matter apart from them. They will steal your shine. They will do anything and belittle you to feel important. And we all know we've had or crossed paths with people like that at some point in our lives where nothing mattered, your friendship did not matter as long as they took the praise, you know? So those are the kind of relationships we want to examine today and make sure we are done with them, okay? We are closing the year, we're we're letting go of any baggage that next year we are lighter and ready to fly. Are you feeling this, my people? (laughs) Yeah, so how do you identify a narcissist? Yeah, so they have this excessive need for admiration. You know, they want you to praise them all the time. And they always disregard other people's feelings because, I mean, they're the most important person in the world. Yeah, they cannot handle any criticism. You know, in terms of criticism, there's positive and negative criticism. Well, they don't care whether you're trying to make them a better person or not. Do not dare criticize me. I am perfect. You know, that's how they think. Yeah, and they have this sense of entitlement. I mean, uh, they would want you to go to the lens of the world for them, but they will not even extend a hand for you. You know, you have to really work your head, your ass off to get anything from them because you're not worthy. But when it comes to them asking anything from you, you dare not refuse. Is that ringing a bell? Does that give you an, an idea of what a narcissist is? Yeah, and narcissism is becoming very prevalent according to the discussions I've had, uh, numerous discussions about relationships in my groups, and it's becoming a trend. People are slowly waking up to these narcissistic tendencies, and we need to talk about them and see how they're affecting us. So one of the ways to deal about narcissism is to make sure that you identify these characteristics, right? And you'll know you're dealing with a narcissist if whenever they they make a mistake, they never admit it. Actually, they make you question your reality like that that did not happen. And this is very prevalent in romantic relationships. You can have a partner who never admits they're wrong and never says sorry because they always turn everything 
into your fault. I mean, you're the only one who's carrying the whole responsibility of the relationship. You're never right. You're always wrong. Anything wrong in the relationship, you're the one to blame. That's how you know you're dealing with a narcissist. Yeah, it's called gaslighting by making you question your reality. And the effects of this is that it actually dents your self-esteem. You know, you start doubting your reality and you're like, oh my God, am I losing it? Like, am I, you know, and you start feeling like you're not worth it. Yeah. And they thrive on you having a low self-esteem because if you have a low self-esteem of course you'll give them more importance than you you'll put their needs ahead of yours right and in children you'll know that a child is having a narcissistic uh, parent because you'll find that they're being neglected you know you'll find that they're being abused and most people think uh, abuse is just physical no abuse is emotional and emotional abuse is the worst kind because i usually say physical abuse you'll feel pain and it will go but emotional abuse stays with you for a lifetime if you don't deal with it or if you're not aware of it yeah so children also go through narcissism through their parents who abuse them and give them conditional love you know i'll only love you if you do abcd i'll only love you become this type of person so you make the child neglect themselves in order to get some love from you and these children grow up into narcissistic adults who, um, you know, they'll isolate themselves and you'll find that or they become codependent where they get a narcissistic partner who isolates them from the world, from their family and friends. And they want all their devotion, you know, you get a partner who wants you to make them like a god in your life where they don't want you to put any importance to your work or your career. I mean, because you're their partner, they are your alpha and omega, right? So they likely they are likely to use anger as a control mechanism where if they do something wrong, they will react so badly that the next time you want to bring it up, you are scared. So you start walking on eggshells, yeah? And these narcissistic people actually fear rejection. It is because of their uh, fragile self-esteem that they're not open to criticism. So any form of criticism that they react so strongly because they have that fear of rejection. Yeah. And you'll find that this narcissist will demand things that they themselves are not willing to give. Right. So this person who has got into a relationship with you and wants you to, uh, put them as an alpha and omega in your life when you now want to you know change the cards and be like yeah i also want to feel important in your life you know they'll make you feel like you you are abusing them or you're asking for too much but they'll not blink twice to ask that from you right so how does narcissism bring itself out in a family setup in a family setup there are various roles that are taken up in this whole game of narcissism number one is the enabler this is a person who's always making excuses for the narcissist. This is someone who will always support the narcissist. Sometimes it's the spouse. Sometimes it's a child. Sometimes it's a family member. They're always make, making excuses for the narcissist, right? So the narcissist gets that power to continue abusing the people around them. Yeah? So that's one role. Another role that plays out in a narcissistic family is a flying monkey. What is, what's a flying monkey? This is an enabler who abuses family members on behalf of the narcissist, okay? So let's say um, there's this narcissistic mother, right, who is always abusing this child. So you can find that maybe the spouse or maybe an, a, a child, okay, a child will actually 
make this other child who's being abused feel like there's something wrong with them. For example, if they choose to uh, go no contact on the narcissist who's the mother, this other child will come and make make this child feel bad for not talking to the mother. Yet they're the one who's being abused. So this is what you call a flying monkey. Yeah, They abuse the family members on behalf of the narcissist. And then we have this other role of the scapegoat. This is someone who's blamed for all that goes wrong with the narcissist. And most times we might find that it's maybe the spouse or a child where if the, the narcissist uh, acts up and the child decide, decides to, okay, I'm done with this family, I'm going this is a scapegoat because now the family members will turn against the child for acting the way she is for choosing not to talk to the narcissist the child becomes a scapegoat always getting blamed for all that goes wrong with the narcissist and then in this whole setup there is this golden child this is where the narcissist projects their image onto this golden child and this golden child is rewarded by being given um, affection or special rewards or praise that the other children do not get, right? But this golden child is not exempt from abuse because if they stop being the ideal golden child by supporting the narcissist, of course now they're faced with the wrath and anger of the narcissist. But because the golden child is so used to the reward, they will try and maintain that role because of the benefits that come with it. So that's how narcissism plays out in a family setup. So let's look at a workplace. Yes, narcissism does exist in the workplace. And you'll find this narcissist in people who take credit for other people's work. They undermine their co-workers for admiration or attention. Or you'll find that they really try to get close or gain the love and trust and respect of this senior management, let's say the manager or the CEO. And they will do anything to, to be that person who's close to this person. So those are the narcissistic behaviors that you can identify in a workplace setup. So how do you deal with narcissism? Like I said, number one, you identify the signs or the symptoms of narcissism and number two identify how their behavior has an effect on your own thoughts and feelings because like i said narcissism thrives on low self-esteem so these people will undermine you they'll make you feel like you're nobody like you're nothing like you're worthless and they thrive on this because the more you feel worthless the more you give them that air of superiority and grandiosity that they feed on right it can be in a workplace where this boss makes you feel like you're nothing and the more you feel like you're nothing the more you'll allow this boss to abuse you if it's in a relationship uh, a romantic relationship you know the more you feel like you don't deserve this partner that you're nothing the more they will you know uh big big uh <laughs> what is it i was about to say i have this image of uh, of spartan hitting their chest you know where they want to feel grand and you know you're there to worship them and you don't deserve them Okay, and then you need to set clear boundaries. You need to set rules. Once you identify that I'm in a relationship with a narcissistic person, you need to set rules. You need to say, hey, enough is enough. This is where you don't cross the line. And if you cross the line, I'm gone, right? And you need to learn how to respond to them because you'll find that if the abuse has been ongoing for a few years or a few months, there's already conditioned response that you respond to them that they feed off. If they didn't feed off that, they would have left you, right? So you learn how to condition your response so that now you stop feeding that narcissistic behavior. 
And if worse comes to worse, you need to go no contact. If you feel I can't handle this relationship, it's too damaging to my self-esteem, you are allowed to go no contact. And no one is supposed to make you feel guilty for that because remember, those people who come to make you feel feel guilty for that are the flying monkeys, yeah, or the, the enablers. They're the ones who come to to make you feel bad for making a choice that is good for you, yet the person is narcissistic, okay? And you need to find a support group of people who have had experience with dealing with narcissism because it's not easy. Because this person has made you doubt your reality for so many times. This person has lowered yourself as seen so many times that it's so easy to go back to that relationship because you become a codependent. So having a support system of people who have experienced a narcissist or know how to deal with a narcissist is very important because they give you the strength and the stamina to continue and help you not be riddled by guilt because you're finally standing up for yourself. And this is where now you start reinventing yourself, slowly building up your self-esteem, knowing that you are worthy. The narcissist thrive on making you feel like you're nothing, but it's time to start reinventing yourself and making you feel like you are worthy. If you enjoyed this podcast, if you learned anything from this podcast, if you know someone who'll benefit from this podcast, please like, please share, and see you next time. Mwah!